secret art of business? The creative side of our brain and the business side of our brain may seem like two separate entities, but they are actually interconnected and complementary. The creative side of our brain can bring fresh and innovative ideas to the table, while the business side of our brain can turn these ideas into practical and profitable solutions. By tapping into both the creative and business side of our brains, we can find a balance between risk-taking and practicality, leading to more success and fulfillment in both our personal and professional lives. I'm Katherine Lane Klein, entrepreneur and creative person, and in this podcast, we will hear success stories from people that are doing exactly that, and hopefully giving you ideas of how you can too. Hi, and welcome to The Secret Art of Business, and today I have the sauce goddess. I am so excited. It is Jennifer Reynolds, and she is a master of sausage, which, you know, just checking out your website, which is saucegoddess.com. Um, the fact that you have a soy-free, nut-free, gluten-free, non-GMO, and vegan is pretty freaking amazing. Um, yes. So Jennifer, uh, without any further ado, please tell me about Sauce Goddess. Oh my gosh. So um, Sauce Goddess, we've been in business about 23 years. <gasps> and um, it all started with a dare from my friends or kind of a challenge they threw down. Um, I had been making my dad's recipe for barbecue sauce for years for my friends. Um, uh, my parents retired and retired and left San Diego. And then, um, I made my dad give me the recipe <laughs> before he left. So then nice. I started a food company when my, when my friends were like, you know, Hey, you got to do something with this recipe. Don't, <laughs> don't get old and wonder what if yeah, yeah, you yeah. did something with your barbecue sauce recipe. So I, I, I jumped into it around 2000, 2001, and, um, and been going strong. We do a lot of online sales. We have a lot of business at a couple of natural food markets like Sprouts, uh, Farmer's Market. They're national now and Whole Foods. Okay. We're in the Southern Pacific region. Um, and we're expanding actually to the Midwest and the East Coast. Wow. Um, and that's happening right now, like in June. Uh, it, it, uh, the products, the sauces should be on shelf in, in the other regions in the U.S., which will be exciting. And then we're in a lot of boutique stores and um, even, you know, real specialty uh, grocery stores like Central Market and places like that. And then, um, you know, barbecue stores and, and hot, hot sauce places and, and all that. But um, everything, you know, you mentioned that everything was soy-free. Everything is actually not soy-free. Our our sauces up here have a gluten-free soy sauce, um, but everything else is free of soy, free of, free of um, additives. That's kind of the big thing we do. And yes. not a lot I, of... I um, assume that all your sauces were free of everything, but you had choices yeah. in all those yes, areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's interesting. Um, we haven't gone soy-free yet because I haven't found a substitute for the soy sauce that is somewhat economical at the industrial levels. Um, you know, I know that, um, that aminos are really, that's a great substitute for soy sauce, um, liquid aminos. Um, but in the, in the industrial side of things, uh, they can be a little bit more pricey and our product, because we're not using fillers and flavorings and all that other stuff anyway, is already kind of at the top of the market. Um, and I'm not sure if people want to spend 12 or $13 on a bottle of barbecue sauce. You know, if, I'm just not sure if they're comfortable with that. So, you know, if um, people really want that sauce and they can't have soy, I mean, they might be willing to pay it. Who knows? I but know, I know. Definitely yeah, more your area than mine. I love though that you do have options for people because I know sometimes people just get really stuck and they they want to, um, you know, kind of 
still enjoy those things. Enjoy those yeah. things that I had as a kid, which is my own segue to talk about. Um, so you had this great company, but you didn't always own this company, even though dad seriously, secretly had this recipe. But while he was doing that, what did you do as a kid um, to kind of be entertained or to have fun or create things? Well, you know, things that I love to do, I love to swim when I was a kid mm-hmm. and I love to play outside. I think, and, and, Oh, we would create things. We would build forts and we would, you know, play with dolls and cars and all that stuff outside. We didn't, we didn't watch a lot of TV and we certainly back in the day didn't have cell phones or anything like right. that. So, um, you know, we did a lot of inventing, you know, okay, you play this person and I'll play this person. Okay, yes. great. You know, we just, so, you know, your mind is thinking about things as a kid, when you get a chance to just play free form, you're not waiting for something to tell you how to play. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yes. So I, I, I really like that part about being a kid and, and just letting kids, you know, you give a kid a box and, you know, they can do things with it that you, mm-hmm. you don't really think about because their minds are like little sponges and they're like, what can I do with this? You know, yeah. um, one day it's a car, the next thing it's a rocket ship, next thing it's something exactly, else. Well, exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. Draw little maybe, wheels on the outside. Yes, and, yes, yeah. and then you just played with that until it was pulp, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I um, I love to draw as a kid. I was really, um, matter of fact, I, I still I still like to doodle and draw. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, I, I don't paint or anything like I used to, but... Um, I, yeah, I used to really like to draw. Um, well, you said you don't paint like you used to. Did you, what kind of painting did you do? Was this as a child oh, or in school or something like that? Yeah, mainly just oil paintings. But I mean, oh, as a little gosh. kid, like, at, you know, 10 years old, I was, you know, in an oil painting class. And, and oh, um, you know, it's interesting because uh, I think if you're a creative, I, I was trying to teach this to someone. I was teaching it actually, to my, it was my niece when she was little. And I was trying to teach her perspective. Um, and if you draw at all, you understand perspective. Absolutely. Um, because even though the table has four equal legs, when you look at a table, they don't have four equal legs. And right, so I was right. teaching her how to look and look for the difference. And mm-hmm. yes, in your mind, you know they're equal. But when you draw it, you have to draw it like you would see it. And they don't look equal. Um, but they they create that message in your mind because it's how it looks. So anyway, just kind of a, I know that's a tangent, but it's just no, that's exactly because, what we're talking about here. You know, yeah. and that, you know, I, I really believe that people that say tapped into that creativity while, especially when they own a business, that's how the business grows. It's because yeah. you're constantly redrawing. You're, con- you're looking at things differently. And yes. for me, I have an art degree. Some of these paintings behind me are mine. And I recently did tap back into it because I have an art degree that I never used, but I always stayed creative. Yeah. And I, I really believe that's how people can find success in business and personally, if they can just stay creative. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. I'm um, versus just the left side, but um, having created a business, I think you have definitely done that too, though. Yeah. Um, I find a lot of joy in that, Catherine. I like <laughs> the creative side of things is definitely where I, I enjoy being, um, I'm good with numbers. I can write, right. Writing's creative, you know, numbers are not necessarily, but I'm good with them. So it's kind of the flip side is I'm actually really good with an Excel spreadsheet, 
you know, even though I'd rather be in the kitchen creating a meal or, or doing something super creative, that brings me joy. The Excel spreadsheet feeds the numbers side of me that needs that. Yes. I don't know if that's that balance or, or what it is, but. There's, there's some satisfaction in it. I can tell you because we are, we are twinsies in this regard and that I, there's a certain uh, satisfaction I have with the numbers. And honestly, when I was working um, in my business more, it, that was like one of the last things I gave up was the finance part of it. Just because yeah. I liked, I like getting the money. I like writing invoices. I like, cause it was just something just kind of cool about that. But you know, the marketing yeah. is also super fun too. <laughs> right, right. Well, it, and it's interesting. So when I was a little kid and you know how they say that, you know, you're, you're sort of, um, I don't want to say you're, 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 you're taught who you are by how people talk to you and talk about you. Yes. Um, and when you're little, and I remember one of my best friends, when I was 10 years old, I'd go over there and be like, oh my gosh, I've got an idea. We could do this. Oh wait, we could do this. We could do this. And I was constantly just exploding with ideas. Yeah. And I remember one time she said, oh, Jenny, you've got so many ideas. And that has stuck in my head my entire life. I mean, you know, I just always think of myself as being an idea person. And I did about two years ago, I did one of those um, Clifton Strengths tests. Yes. And my number one strength is ideation. And I looked at it and I thought, I am not surprised at all. One little bit. Because my whole life, I felt like that was, you know, I'm always creating things and ideas and planning and whatever. And and I was not surprised at all. It's all been justified by science or something. Yeah. Yeah. I love this. Yeah, yeah. I love the strengths finders. And if, if people have a chance, they should definitely check that out because I, I thought it offered a lot of guidance as far as what you should be doing, you know, and you should be the idea person, which is there's something just kind of cool about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's, so, it, it, it's interesting. Oh, so ahead, yes, No, no, no. I just was saying it, it is interesting to see that. You, you definitely have this creative background. You're definitely an idea person. You're definitely a visionary. What made you um, start the business? I mean, you had talked about how, you know, someone had just said to you, you know, it'd be a great idea is if you could create these sauces, what were you kind of doing before that? And then what made you decide to kind of pull the trigger on? All right, let's go for it. So prior to sauce goddess, I, I actually graduated. I have a printing degree and you'll find this interesting. It's, it's actually printing as in ink on paper. It's all of the production side of printing. Oh, and some of it is the creative side, but I ended up, I'm going to, I'm going to flashback to high school. Um, I went to, I had an art class that I was in in high school and, uh, I sat next to someone who's a friend of mine and, and I looked over at what she was working on. I looked at what I was working on and I realized there is a night and day difference between someone who is truly artistic on paper and someone who likes art and Mm -hmm. is good at it, but I'm not an artist. I just, I stared at what she was doing and I went, okay, yeah, I'm, I, I enjoy it, but that's I, obviously not my career path because my brain, uh-huh. while it's creative, wasn't that creative. It wasn't over the top in that mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went to school for printing, which is kind of still creative, but it's in the production side of things. Um, and, uh, and so that's what my degree is in. So I spent, you know, 22 years in the printing industry as a wholesale sales rep, helping people grow their businesses. Oh my so goodness. I was helping other entrepreneurs. And, um, and one of the things that I used to tell them, I was a commissioned rep and they knew I was making money selling them, 
you know, supplies and capital equipment and all that. And I said, you know what, I'm going to make the great, the best recommendation I can for you on products and equipment and everything else, because as you grow, I'm going to just ride on your coattails. I'm going to be hanging along and helping you grow. And, and yes, I'm going to be making money on what we're doing here, but you know, I'm along for the ride. You guys are the ones that are, that are, you know, doing it. Um, so that was a really, it was a really great way to go. And, and the true transition Catherine happened when I would sell capital equipment to companies and they would have an installation or training day. Mm -hmm. And at that, at that time I already had started sauce goddess. So this is like, I don't know, 2005 or so 2006. Back in 2000. No, I was selling it, but just to boutique, you know, companies, I didn't really consider it. A, it was a business, but it, you know, it was like just a business there. hobby kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it wasn't, I wasn't doing it full time. I still had another job. Um, and I was still, you know, successful in my job and I was still helping people and all that. And so I would sell this capital equipment. We have an installation day and I would say, well, instead of just bringing pizza for installation day, why don't I do barbecue? And so, so all of a sudden my shift went, you know, like I would sell a piece of capital equipment. Hey, you know, you guys want me to bring in some barbecue, you know, so I drag my barbecue over there and cook up some chicken for, it was a small place or whatever. And then it became, you know, they've signed on the paperwork and at the same time, I'm like, okay, great. And on installation day, I'll do a barbecue. So my focus had changed from selling, you know, a $200,000 piece of equipment to what can I cook for you? you might have got a little more joy out of that part of it (laughs) yes not that I wasn't enjoying you know the commission part of things but and then helping people grow their businesses part of things but the the joy was in how can I feed you how can I make you happy that way and so um you know I realized that when it came to starting the company that was just something that was going to bring me a lot of joy and and that's why my company is really focused on helping people use our products. We have like 150 recipes on our website and I just creating more, keep creating more. Like I can't, it's, it's all those ideas. Um, it's, it's, um, it's just that as I'm cooking something, I'm like, Oh my gosh, well that would be great with blah, 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 blah. You know? Um, you know, so I have a Mac and cheese recipe that's sort of a master recipe. Now who makes a master recipe of Mac and cheese? It's good enough on its own, but I have like a bunch of variations in my head that I want to do like, you know, pork belly, Mac and cheese and chorizo, Mac and cheese. And right. Because chorizo uses my Latin heat seasoning and pork belly uses my sweet and tangy sauce and throw that into Mac and cheese. And it's just a crazy combination of something rich and delicious and Mm. Anyway, or brisket mac and cheese. Yeah, really anyway, <laughs> just throwing it out there. I'm going to immediately order some things once I get off this call. <laughs> 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 um, well, this, I mean, it, it, this kind of falls into my next question, but you've already talked about it. And that is, you know, how are you still creating? And I think you have, by basically saying you have all these recipes and you just keep making more. I think that that speaks directly to that, that, that you have, you know, kind of kept your creativity sharp, even though you've thought I'm not that creative. I think it's really more like I'm not that kind of creative because you exactly. are totally That's a different crazy. kind of creative because I would I never can, get involved with that. And I consider myself a creative person. Well, I, what, what I, what I would love to do. And I actually, I, I thought about approaching like, you know, food network about this or something, but I mean, I would love the idea of going into someone's house that, 
doesn't feel creative in the kitchen and helping give them those skill sets saying, Hey, let's open up the pantry. Let's see what you got. Oh, you got that. And that, and that? Okay. Let's make this, you know, what do you have in your freezer? Okay. You got that. Great. Let's thaw it out. Let's, let's do this. And then when you're tired of that, the second day, turn it into this by adding this and this. I love it. Like just getting people thinking about the continuity of, you know, I mean, a lot of people don't like to cook. And so they buy either prepared meals or now they'll buy meals that are ready to cook right, right. in the grocery store um, or they send them to their house or, or whatever. Um, but for a person that cooks just a little, but isn't interested in necessarily the big meals, they don't know what to do with the leftovers when they have stuff left right. other than just eat the same meal again. You know, there's a lot of creativity that's in, in what do you do with it the second day? What about the well, third? Basically, I'm just thinking about, you know, like, like most people, my child loves mac and cheese. Um, yeah. And really who doesn't, you know, just in its basic right. form, but you know, you can't <laughs> doll it up in any way. It's gotta be, her favorite is the box from the box, mac and cheese. Yeah. You can sometimes go between the powder and the already, the already gooey cheese, but it's, that's, she's a purist. But then I'm thinking like, if all I could do is, you know, add some of your spices to mine, I uh-huh. mean, I can make it a much more fulfilling moment <laughs> just plain mac yeah. and cheese again. Um, so even something like that, I think is kind of cool too. Like if you're cooking for other people and just say you could totally cross promote and just say you could do this or, you know, you could add this spice and, oh, conveniently, I also you know, I can sell these spices too. But um, I love that I, idea. Like I said, still thinking about other ideas. How do I just keep building on this? And yeah. I, that's just like a super marketing tactic which is out of the box thinking, which I absolutely love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting. Um, one of the, you mentioned kids, one of the recipes that I like to tell parents when they come up, if I happen to be sampling at a store or just talking to people in general that don't like, they're like, I don't like to cook. I've got, I got, I've got kids. I got to take care of. I said, okay. Is your, Oh, your daughter's right here. Oh, okay. Do you like to cook? They're like, cause kids will eat what they cook. So they love, they love to, to eat what they make. Um, I mean, I've, I've watched one of my friend's daughters eat a cooked egg when they said she doesn't eat eggs. And I said, let's see if she'll eat it if she makes it herself. And so I taught her how to make an egg and she put it on the plate and she ate it. She was like, this is great. She loved it. She was like six, seven, you know I mean? But just, they're making it for themselves. They're accomplishing something. There's that mm-hmm. sense of accomplishment. Um, the, you know, they know they made something that now they get to eat. But um, that's oh gosh, a whole was, was some, something else I was going <laughs> to say about kids that. Cook oh, all that. <laughs> so one of my favorite recipes for kids, and you say just like add a little bit to make something your own, is mm-hmm. buy a rotisserie chicken at the store, let it cool down, let your child peel every bit of meat off of that carcass and put it in a pot and you add a little sauce and they just made barbecued chicken. Nice. And there's a satisfaction. They got to make dinner for the family. They made barbecue yeah. chicken. Oh, that's you know, actually, they yeah. can stir the sauce in the pan and the heat it yeah. up. And, you know, maybe you don't want them over an open flame or anything, but anyway, no, no, there's ways around that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually, they're probably actually safer than we'd like to think. We like to sometimes put our kids in a bubble, but I mean, kids have been at the stove for a long time and if they're careful, they're fine, but they just I, need to learn. Yes. Uh, exactly. I, and, you know, respect, respect the flame or the, the heat yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I love sure. that. That's a great idea. That's a really great idea. Yeah. See? 
popping the ideas. <laughs> Good idea. Stop. That is so awesome. Uh, you, like I said, you are the epitome of why the exact example of why this podcast exists. I, I found that, you know, keeping myself creative definitely helped this business. I don't think in many cases people are like, oh, you got lucky. Luck, it doesn't, it's not really what's involved. It's a lot of hard work and it's a lot of innovation because you just love being creative. You love coming up with stuff and figuring problem yeah. solving and, you know, you know, this didn't work. Let's try this. Or how do I get that client? Or how do I do this? And it, there's just a certain level of fun to it. And it's, I don't th- find it stressful. I don't know about you. I mean, certain, certainly th- some things do cause stress, but I don't think the innovation part of it does. No, no. I mean, I think, you know, for me with what, with what I've got in terms of our sauces and spices, I think the, the thing that frustrates me sometimes from the business end of it is, you know, dealing with the food police, I call them. Um, dealing with, dealing with that side of things that has to do with the actual manufacturing process, because I don't do any manufacturing. We use what's called contract packagers Mm -hmm. and they make it all for me. So I let them deal with the food police. Um, but when I create new things, they've got to go through all of the testing and all that to make sure they're actually production ready, you know, so they can actually make, you know, 500 gallons at a time. Um, Cause that's a lot. It changes the person, the proportions of certain yes. things, yes. you know? Um, so we got to make sure you got it right. Well, that is just, that is just so awesome. And you're awesome. I, I love, I thought your website you. was super fun. So people Thank definitely you. need to check that out. Um, I, you're clearly onto something and barbecue sauce. I mean, come on, who doesn't like that? Yeah, I know. A lot of other choices too. Now, is it barbecue sauce? Is that your dad's? What is the original recipe? Is that it? The original recipe is actually here. Let's do this. These are the two originals, but this is my riff on my dad's sticky sweet. Nice. Um, It's all brown sugar. I mean, it's it's just it's super. It's sweet brown sugar. Um, There's no liquid smoke. That's the big thing about our barbecue sauces. That's super different. And, um, there's a super short ingredients list. I'm going to show that the ingredients list is just this little bit right here. There's like 10 items. If you have a seven year old can read that, know what it is. And then this is my version. That's what I created at the same time. So those two sauces, these two started my company because I like it spicy. So, you know, I, it's a little less sweet than the other one. It's got a little kick to it. So it's nice. I love it. I love it. But yeah, that started the company in 2020 and 2021 officially, but 2020. And, um, and then now we've got like 19 SKUs. You, that's a lot of 23 growth. if you count the food service stuff. Yeah, it's a lot. Time. That is pretty yeah. amazing. Let me ask you this. I know you're still, you know, kind of ramping up this world takeover with your sauce, but you did mention oil painting. And so, you know, painting is close to my heart. I have to ask you, is that something that you would like to go back to at some time? I don't know. Just, just you for know, fun um, or... I don't know if I can sit still that long to, to, to <laughs> oil paint. I think that, um, you know, where my creativity is right now, I, I absolutely love to cook and mm-hmm. I love to just, nothing makes me happier than get up at six o'clock in the morning and open up the fridge and think, what, what can I do right now? I'm kind of oh, itching see, to cook, you know, it's like super early. I barely had my decaf, you know, um, that's how you know you found your calling. <laughs> yeah, I just I can't wait to get at it and and um uh yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's it's crazy. But I will say there's other places I like to be kind of creative. Um 
I like, uh, I like gardening a little bit. I'm getting mm-hmm. dabbling in mm-hmm. that just a little bit. And I like photography <gasps> and photography is, is not unlike, you know, painting, you're, you're framing a photo, you're, yeah. you know, establishing where your, you know, cross line is and mm-hmm. you're, you know, whatever mm-hmm. that horizon line. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're doing all that and putting things in thirds and, and, and all that magic. Um, you know, and, and I, I get out my little trusty, uh, my iPhone here and, and now I've got the ability to focus on the front yes. item or the back item. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of oh, fun. Yeah. And just it's, as a little bit of a tangent, when, every time they come up with a new f- camera on the phone, that's when I need a new one. I mean, it's like, I don't even, I don't use it for calling anybody, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, if it's got, and I saw that it had a, the portrait feature on the latest one. I'm like, well, I got to get that because that was one of my favorite lenses when I actually would use a camera. So yeah it's, yeah, it's ridiculous, but I too, you know, love, love, love taking photos. And that's yeah. how what I kind of camera did you have? Pardon me? What kind of camera did you have? Um, I think, I don't know, but I have a 13 now or whatever it is, maybe. No, I oh, mean, camera. camera. Oh, I don't even remember. I mean, that was I probably like a Nikon of some kind. Yeah. That was like the hot one back in college. I had an old Olympus OM-1 <gasps> with the manual, you know, when you need to move the yes. Yep. Totally yeah. manual. I so too. I had to I didn't, yeah, I didn't have any, I didn't ever have like, it had to have like a little crank thing and you had to put the, the film in it that had to be developed. Yeah, it was like a... Uh, photography class that I took and then I stuck mm-hmm. with it for a long time and then after a while once you know kind of got it got easier I guess to do it but the, the iPhones are quite satisfying <laughs> to use the it's camera ridiculous how easy it is and the fact that you can instantly share with people they don't have to wait for you to get home yes. to view a slideshow or something <laughs> <laughs> I can run this over the photo mat I can get the film in an hour <laughs> hope I got the shot. I hope I got the shot. You know, that's yeah, right. And you get it back <laughs> and they're not okay. And you've ordered doubles. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Anyone listening to this exactly. younger oh, than us is going to be like, what are they talking about? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, but there'll be some that will know and they will appreciate us. <laughs> Just, I, and I appreciate you, Jennifer. Thank you so much. This has been so great. I have loved learning more about you and your business. I mean, I knew enough to be dangerous, but now I want to be a customer. So I'm going to, like you. I said, log off and order some things. Because Thank I'm you. Very yeah, excited. everybody can head over to saucegoddess.com if they want yes. to do some shopping or check out the 150 recipes we've got going. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. I really appreciate right. it. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. The Secret Art of Business is supported by Portfolio Creative. Portfolio Creative is a recruiting and staffing company specializing in finding marketing talent. Go to PortfolioCreative.com to get started in finding your next marketing person or your next job. We are experts, we are creative, we are good humans. Please subscribe or follow this podcast to get the latest episodes and let me know if there's someone you think of that would be a great guest on the show. Here we can build a community that believes creativity and drive can work together.